Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. Today's episode is all about choosing the right counsellor, coach or mentor. When you are finally ready to make that leap, to take that step, to get help and support to move forward, then it can be a minefield of options to choose the right person. Uh, a lot of people will say, oh, everyone's a coach these days. There's a lot of coaches out there. Here's what the stance that I take. Thankfully, people see the value in being a coach, helping other people, and it's being more widely recognized that having coaches is a route to success. Great. I'm glad there's more out there, and I'm glad that people are able to make this choice about themselves. And the first thing to do when we're obviously looking to, to get help is to admit that we need help right in the first place and it sounds pretty obvious but it's really important that we do that and if you've done that well done saying to somebody else do you know what my self-help measures aren't working I want to be able to see a counsellor and, and reach out and speak to someone I want to be able to see a coach I, I want to be able to have people to help me I don't feel like I can get there on my own and accepting that that is the situation that you're in. And there's a little bit of uh, methodology around it, there's a little bit of magic <laughs> around it and, and why that is so important. But the next step is to then obviously differentiate between the different types of help that are out there. So I've called this particular podcast using the right counsellor, coach or mentor. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps that you can follow to find the right person for you um, however that may be. And mainly they're going to focus around the counsellor and the coach aspect. But let's have a look at the different types. So if we have a look at a counsellor, a counsellor is going to assess the present and help you with the past. They'll help you unlock the past, deal with the present so that you can move forward and feel more peace of mind, right? Feel self-assured, feel more independent to be able to do things and to go forward. A coach often focuses on the present and the future. Where are we at now? Let's not look at dealing with what has happened before. Where are we at now? And what are we going to do to move it forward and to set those goals? So that's typically what a coach will do. I'm a qualified coach and counsellor, so I can do both. However, it does sometimes lengthen the timeline. But when someone then is in a, a point of, right, okay, well, I've, I've figured out why all that was happening. I've decided I want to move forward. And now I want to set a goal to do this because I feel that I have more of my independence back. And then you move into a, a different type um, and a different environment 
for that coaching to take place. It doesn't all happen at the same time, right? And then you've got a mentor. A mentor often has been where you want to be. So they act as a guide. Uh, often corporate companies will have mentors inside, so kind of peer-to-peer -peer mentors, where somebody may be at a senior position in a consultancy firm, for example, and then there is a more junior consultant. And after maybe an induction period or the 90-day um, sort of initial period where you join a company, they may pair you up with a mentor on a mentor program to be able to help you with some of the nuances or the challenges that you may come up against new in that business or in that field. So that could happen internally within a corporate world, or it could be that you're a business person and you're actually looking to be mentored to move into a certain profession uh, or to be able to take your business to the next step. You might know somebody that is an amazing public speaker, for example, and they've agreed to be a mentor or have decided they would like to mentor you to unlock that potential. So that that could also happen. Every single one of those, though, is a psychological journey. It is two people working together on a psychological journey for you to unlock your potential. Maslow's hierarchy of needs is it's helping you move towards self-actualization, to feel supported, to put the right structures in place for your life, and then to reach a level of self-actualization or on the road to self-actualization so you start to really step into your genius or, or unlock that potential that is there, right? Here's a little piece of guidance for you though. Seek counsel, not opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Counsel is more when someone has been through what you are having a challenge with, where they're able to help you because they understand your perspective and they can empathize with what is happening to you. When you make the journey to choose a counsellor, a coach or a mentor, you're going to be anxious about it. It's about change. It's moving out of the comfort zone. Now I'm going to talk to someone about the wants and needs and dreams and some of the challenges that you'll have and maybe past failures that have held you back previously uh, so that they can help you move forward. That could be happening. So be kind to you. Understand that there is going to be a little bit of nervousness. There is going to be a little bit of anxiety or excitement. It could also be excitement to start on this new journey that you've decided to go on. There's another angle to it. And people may talk about accreditation and whether someone is qualified versus experience. Right. There is no right or wrong here. Right. In terms of credibility. Either someone has been doing something for a very long time and they've walked through that path or they've had the experience and they've clocked up the hours and they have testimonials to back up what they do or they have accreditation in a qualification or they could have both. Right? That is that is something that could happen. Here's what's most important. What is most important is that you believe, number one, that they are the person to help you. And secondly, that you can connect and trust with that person. Trust over everything. Remember, I was saying that this is a psychological journey. You have to have somebody that is reliable and trustworthy to be able to open up to. There's no point working with someone if you're not going to give them the whole truth and tell them exactly what is going on because they're not going to be able to help you. And you may be asking yourself some questions about like, well, how do I choose the right person? Will I be able to open up to them? many questions like this and it's there's some points that I can help you with in terms of how you then go about looking for the right person okay so you may have recommendations this is the first place to start someone you know has worked with somebody else 
and they've recommended that you get in touch with them. At this point, it's great because you know there's a bit of social proof. They've been able to help somebody that you know, although they may not always be the best fit for you. And I often find that I want somebody to be a little bit more unique. I also want the confidentiality of working with somebody that not everybody that I know works with or associates with. Now, everybody should be confidential that you work with, but it just helps me to have that little bit more trust that I'm working with somebody that maybe others aren't aware of, especially from a counselling perspective. Working with someone that doesn't know you or your circumstances helps to keep it really far away from judgment and makes it much more subjective um, rather than objective if they know the people at play. So, so be mind of that, be, be mindful of that. Secondly, what I suggest you do is to check out their bio or what they say about themselves um, on their website, how they put their bio on, I mean, Clubhouse, LinkedIn, all of these different places. Many successful coaches, counsellors or mentors will say about themselves on a bio on a website they will be transparent and they will also this is what you want to look for is why they do what they do why do they do what they do and that will help you to connect with it look at the words look at the things that they are saying and ask yourself how does this make me feel does this fill me with confidence about this person does it intrigue me do I feel like actually I can relate to that or I feel like I can be supported by this person and and like I said look for why they do what they do right there will be a video often if they're on Instagram Facebook or they've recorded some information on YouTube if there isn't have a look at the blog or look at the blog anyway what topics is this person talking about have they written it themselves is it written by them? Do they have their own opinions about certain topics? What are they writing about and what are they passionate about? That will give you a little bit of a gauge about the person that you're considering working with as well. How do they show up? How consistent are they? Are they there? Are other people saying that they've had a great experience, right? The, the kind of testimonials. Then once you've started to do this, and, and I do suggest that you do it for a couple of people and not just once so that you can gauge what is happening in the world and and get different thoughts and different perspective right next the next thing to do would be to reach out for an initial conversation now at this point remember that you have the control and your it does not mean that because you reach out to that person that that is going to be the coach or the counsellor for you. It does not mean that. It means that you're open to finding out more about the situation, that you're open to investigate what it would be like to have a connection with that particular person. Right. So when this happens, they want to they want to reach out. They want you to reach out and to have a call with you. A, a counsellor, a coach or a mentor may also ask you questions. So be prepared for questions is the next point. Be prepared for questions about why you've got to this point. What has brought you to this point? What do you expect? Have you had coaching or counselling before? What were the challenges there? Why did you change? Why did you stop? Um and what's the you know what's the real reason what are you aiming for what what are you hoping to achieve through the process they will want to ask you those questions because they're also trying to assess whether they would be the right person for you it's not a bad thing if somebody says to you i won't be able to help you here they will often have people in their circle that they will be able to suggest that would be a better fit potentially for you 
or if you you know them in and maybe it's too close a relationship that they you've reached out to someone that you know and you're too close to them and and at times like I was saying earlier depending on the circumstance it may be better to speak to somebody that's impartial right so they may suggest that you speak to someone else but it's it's definitely an initial conversation to get an understanding of each other to start that relationship in case there is going to be you know that second or third appointment or you start to move into the the coaching or the counseling space with somebody often people will see someone on average about eight to 12 times right unless you're having sort of um yeah it could be over a three-month period you're really looking for some change over about 90 days right it could be less than that you know i've worked with people where they have had more of an impact within um sort of four to six sessions they've started to change they they've things have picked up quite quickly and they're off that's absolutely fine but on average you will see someone for that amount of time so you that's why you want to take the time to ensure that it is going to be the right person for you and like i said at the beginning there is always going to be this little bit of nervousness or this um sort of reassurance that you're looking for when you find the right person for you these are the types of traits that you will find from that person again this is my this is my understanding and this is what i offer assertiveness you wouldn't want someone to be passive you want them to be assertive which helps you to have more courage that they're going to be able to communicate with you in an honest way right so in that integrity that you want them to still be able to tell you the truth but in a way that doesn't feel often like they've um you know they've berated you or humiliated you it's more about that diplomacy of of passing on that message and being clear with the message so that you understand. So assertive is is a good one. Uh, empathetic. I was talking about choosing somebody that has been through your path before. I'm a counsellor that has had counselling. I know what that process feels like to be on the other side of that. I'm a coach that still has a coach. Now, I can coach people. I don't have to have a coach right now, but to have experienced having a coach or a mentor it helps you to just have much more empathy for what you do. You're also looking for somebody that can be reassuring for you and encouraging. Reassuring and encouraging. You are already telling yourself a lot of the bad stuff. <laughs> you want somebody to be able to encourage you to step into courage, right? That's what encouragement is about, is encouraging you to take the decisions and make the change and know that they've got your back. Right, that they are there for you and that kind of kind of follow up on what may end up happening right you want them to be responsive you don't want to send them a message and then not reply for like five days if, if you're reaching out to someone about setting up a session and they take like a week to get back to you it, it's a sign that how consistent and responsive is the messaging going to be in the coaching or counseling relationship you would want them to at least respond. And this is the, the kind of service level agreement that I would give. If somebody was going to reach out to me, at least in, with an initial um, contact, at least within 24 hours. And if it was a Friday, then it would be 48 hours. If somebody was to reach out last minute on Friday, then I, I'm, of course I may not get back until a, a Monday. It may be sooner than that. But I, I, I think having that expectation um, it, 
there definitely shouldn't be a week unless it's holiday that could also happen at the same time though you're at that point where you've taken that step to get going if someone doesn't get back to you in enough time maybe they're not the coach for you right be be honest be serious this is you know this is a serious step for you to take you want that person to be able to be responsive to you encouraging I said it I'll say it again encourage 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 you want them to be encouraging to help you move forward and to unlock what is going on and the last piece friendly someone that you can actually relate to someone that is relatable can communicate well can build up that rapport and that trust with you not too friendly right we're not talking about your best friend and but at the same time there is a friendly nature about them they they do care about people they want to have a connection with others right if you are working with the right coach, the right mentor or the right counsellor, just remember this. They have moved into the profession because they want to help people. They want to care about others. So therefore, they should be doing what they can to help you be comfortable with connecting with them and to be open and to be honest with that person right it is about helping them at times though there will be moments where the accountability and the responsibility goes up because that's what that is what you are getting with the right coach the right counselor or mentor you are you're paying for results you're paying for implementation you have to put in the work though they're there to support you encourage you it's you that is going to make those decisions it's you that's going to be able to change your life and it's important to remember that right we were we were pushed into this life we didn't heck it didn't heck <laughs> we didn't peck our way out of a shell we did not burst out of an egg we were pushed into this life and nurtured into this life by another human being so just remember that that is where the biggest results come from is when we work with other people we can be accountable to the things that we say we're going to do when we're going to do them and we make them happen thanks for listening to the emotion earring podcast with me melissa curran today it's been great remember to subscribe to facebook linkedin youtube or all three you can also come to the website modernmindgroup.com where you can subscribe there stay in contact and let us know what you really think give us the feedback this is going to get better by knowing what you think uh, has this given you food for thought has it helped you change something what has it inspired let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now.